Welcome to the Scream Sisters podcast, Women Who Love Farah. We're all just misfits and us. We're running around the city at night, underneath the city lights, oh yeah. Well, today is actually the first day of fall, so Ooh. happy fall. I have my partner in crime, Requiem, with me. Hello. And later on today, we have the cast of um, the 2020 movie, Driven. There's actually a bunch of movies named Driven. So look for the 2020 version of Driven. I was looking looking Um, up uh, some details about it, and I said, wait, wait, hang on a second. (laughs) Which one is it? I know, I had trouble too. And it's starring uh, Richard Spite. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Richard Spite Jr. And Casey Pillard, who actually wrote it. Yes. Um, and um, it was directed by um, Glenn Payne, who seems like such a nice guy. Huh? Is Glenn, Glenn should be joining us today, today. Yeah. Okay. Richard Richard Five Jr. is best known as Gabriel as Gabriel slash Loki slash um trickster trickster demon on Supernatural. So um kinda of part of me is a little fangirling out, but <laughs> I'm kinda of over that at this point. But That was kinda of me the last um, show, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not sure if he's going to be on. He's if he's going to be showing up, but but if he is, part of me will be fan girling out a little bit. Yeah, I am excited. I've met him already, but I am, yeah, I am excited because we we have a female writer. <laughs> yeah, a very so good writer. Yes, I agree. So I'm, I'm it's an amazing it. movie, guys. Uh, definitely check it out, but. Um, we have a little time before they come on, so we'll talk a little bit about, um, well, we got Halloween coming up. Yes. Excited. It is. It isn't. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, normally this time of year, I'm I'm gearing up to to work in a haunt or, you know, host some goth nights or horror showings as my vampire persona, but there's nothing like that this year. (laughs) No, you're not going to rock it at all? Well, um, we may be doing a, an online, a Zoom one. But okay. uh, other than that, no. And that's the other thing I'm missing. It's usually our, you know, I'm, I, I run the Zen room in Long Island, New York. And um, as everyone knows by now, and uh, we, we do not have any shows uh, lined up for the season, which is also sad. I know, I usually can't talk to you this time. Oh, I know, I'm usually crazy. (laughs) Rehearsals and production and all sorts of shit, but not this year, unfortunately. And it's it's kind of, but we're going to try, you know, we're going to do something online and then, you know, I'm going to try and do something at the house. We're going to decorate and, you know, try and hand out candy in a, in a socially distant manner. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. The decorations are out there. The candy is oh, out there. Oh, it's been and out. I, I've been I've been Halloween shopping, and I did a little video yesterday of uh, Target. Mm-hmm. 
I bought a little sloth sign with a little <laughs> witch on my door. He's so cute. Um, but, I mean, even Burlington. Like, I went to Burlington and I got, like, Beetlejuice Halloween socks. Like, with Beetlejuice socks and Buffy socks and Edward Scissorhand socks? socks. And I was like, I, I'm obsessed with socks. But, yes, that's why I said don't you I have mean, enough socks. But, yeah, I know. So, Michael's not, has like a, a pastel goth line. Uh, pastel's not my thing, but it's pretty if you like that. I'm not a pink yeah. girl. Well, I like pink. I mean, I mean, I mean, I got pink hair, you know. Yeah. But well, half pink hair, but so, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty. But stuff out there. I mean, not not as much to my taste this year as other years have been, but but there's a lot yeah. of nice stuff this year if you want to do some decorating. Spirit's got some nice stuff that I got a really cool uh, plaque from a quote from the Raven, which I'm gonna put like right over my computer desk. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Been to Spirit yet? I do have a friend who has a discount, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, they, they've got Beetlejuice stuff. They've got some cool Hocus Pocus stuff. Yeah. They actually have like what you can't find really right now, but they had the Beetlejuice sign like right near his grave, like the big flashing. Oh movie. yeah, my friend has that. Uh, it's, I want it. Pretty awesome. I don't know. He picked it up early. So yeah. Has, like like right when they open. I think his mom might yeah. have it or something. It wasn't in the store, but they didn't have like hardly anything but like the signs and like one lonely candlestick with a sandworm on it. I'm like. I'm making it's all gone. <laughs> but they have that online so i can order them online so yeah i know that we've been watching lovecraft country yes that is i did not see sunday's episode so no spoilers. i know i won't talk about that one um all i'll say is it completely it takes well you know from the call at the end of the last show it's from korea yeah, I saw that so in the preview. So this new episode, which you haven't seen yet, takes place in Korea. That's all I'll say about that. But it's okay. really interesting. And there's a, a good monster sighting in that as well. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yes. I like. I love the monster so far. I think I think it'd be pretty cool, you know? Yeah, very Lovecraftian. Ghosts and, and uh, like, gross monsters and uh, possession and people shedding their skin <laughs> yeah it's it's an amazing show i mean i definitely urge people to check out if they can i mean it's on hbo but i recommend hbo max unfortunately yeah. it's not available on roku or fire stick no which kind of sucks. no because it I, ha I i actually i had a fire stick and i bought a roku because I was like, I want Amazon, I want HBO Max, and then yeah. I ordered, and then I ordered um, it actually on my cable, and yeah. I get some of the programs. I know there's another show called Raised by Wolves. That's wonderful. I've been watching that. Thing. Yeah, I have an app on my TV actually. That um, I have to use an app on my TV for. Um, you you have an Apple TV. No, an app on my TV. Like, my what TV app? has apps in it. Oh, okay. It's a Samsung TV, but it has apps in it. So you can download those apps, and one of them is HBO Max. Yeah, Raised by Wolves is good, too. But not horror, but still good. I heard it's really good. I want to see it. It's excellent. It really is. It's, it's not horror. It looks like horror. 
it's more science fiction. I mean, there's bits of horror in it because there's some creatures and stuff in it, but mostly it's science fiction, I would say. Mm, okay. But anyway, That's I love the way with, with Lovecraft Country, especially the last episode that you saw, the use of race in conjunction with the monsters and the transformation was just incredible. I mean, it's such a statement, yeah. you know, I, and, you know, to have a, and a shock <laughs> black cast, black filmmakers is just amazing, especially at this time. It like came out at the right time. So, um, exactly. Yeah. And the other it thing I'm looking forward to is, sorry. It was a shock too to find out something. Oh yeah. And I was uh, like, whoa. <laughs> so the last thing I guess we can talk about before we go on is freaky. Freaky freaky. Yeah, the movie Freaky. I put I did put the trailer on our yes, on that. our Facebook page so people can see it there. I'm not plus it's on YouTube as well. I'm not sure how I feel about Vince Vaughn being a bad guy though. He's like so cuddly. Yeah, he's always a good guy. I mean, like, I think of him, like, in one of my favorite movies, Dodgeball. Yes, you know, I love, you know, that's like, one of mine, too. He's like, oh, cuddly. Unlucky loser. Like, how is he going to be this, like, serial killer dude? Because what Freaky is, is uh, it's uh, Freaky Friday, but with a serial killer and a girl. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, so I, I don't know. Hopefully yeah. he does a good job, but I'm uh, well. I'm gonna see it, but let's see. Hopefully he's he's got the chops to do the uh, to do the serial yeah. killer. So give me a moment to uh, talk about. Also, remember, guys, we do have a Patreon. Um, the link is on our Facebook page, and we do also have a. Uh, a shop where you can get our t-shirts and stuff. That link is on there too. It's T Republic. And you can even get a Scream Sister mask. Hey! <laughs> that would be awesome. I have one. It's really nice and soft. It's so soft. It's a little big on me, but I have like a really small face, so I have to get like kid size oh, mask. I got a big head, so. Yeah, you should, you should get one. <laughs> they um, do take a little while to ship, though, but yeah. Are they coming on? What 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 else am I gonna do? <laughs> um, do also, okay. I do also want to mention. Um, I work for a new magazine coming out called Horoscope. Our first issue is actually already sold out, but um, wow! Can, Congratulations. Yeah, well, we're selling issue one and two pre-orders, and uh, it's www.horoscope.com. You can pre-order it, order uh, issue two. We'll have issue up, uh, one up also, but it's a color magazine. It's really, it should be really great. You should pick it up. And I'm in. Oh. Okay. All right. So we have Casey Pillar. Is it Dillard? It is Dillard, yes. Casey Dillard, who is awesome and wrote awesome. the movie, driven and directed by Glenn Payne, and who was also cameoed in the movie. I think you killed him, right? Or you, or you punched him or something. That was when we weren't filming. 
<laughs> and we don't know if Richard is showing up or not, but if he shows up, it'll be cool. But um, basic, basic synopsis of the movie, um, Emerson Graham is a rideshare driver that picks up a mysterious passenger. She goes from working a job to going out on a quest, racing against the clock, to stopping demons from avoiding invading the world. So. My first question is something we ask everybody. Okay. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Casey? Um, do you want to go first? Um, if you have a good answer, you can go first. You, but if I, not... You go ahead. Um, well, I'm going to go with... Uh, right now, I'm going to go with Shaun of the Dead for the moment. Oh. Um, good choice. Because I love it. You could also put in Hot Fuzz, which I consider a horror movie. It's a lot of things, um, but they're right there together to me. So um, yeah, part of a trilogy. Yeah, very smart, very very cool, very clever. It's got all the stuff you need to be happy. At least me, anyway. Um, for me, and I'm I'm gonna go more with with horror since you specifically said scary movie. Um, I'm probably going to go with either Get Out or The Babadook. So, yeah, those are, and can y'all hear me okay? I forgot yes. to check. Good. Okay, good deal. Mm -hmm. good deal. I like those choices yeah, as well. Yeah, very good, very good. Oh, she may have. Okay. Um. Did we hear a scary movie from Casey? Yes. Yes. Um, oh. For the for the sake of repetition, I'll say um, probably either The Babadook or Get Out. Okay. Good choice. All right. Um, so Casey, how did you come up with the concept of this? Um, well, the concept of taking place entirely in a car was Glenn's idea. Oh, I'm going to move my okay. going to move my computer back because I guess my cat's not getting in my lap. Um, <laughs> and I think we both had sort of story ideas based on that one uh, concept. And mine was better. <laughs> as, um, as was voted on by our friends. Well, we had a little well, competition with each other. Yep. We do, yes. Um, yeah, it, I just, I thought it would be, I, I thought since being in a car the whole time is going to constrain how much action you can do and things like that, it needed to be very, very character driven. Yeah. And, and so it was, it was basically coming up with like characters that I thought would be interesting to see how they play off of each other and, and then coming up with a reason that they would be together if it was this odd couple pairing yeah and so i was like all right so they're not they're not buddies they're not married what's another and i was like oh, okay rideshare yeah and plus as i've said before um i do think there's something inherently a little scary about rideshare <laughs> driving oh yeah because 
you know, I'm assuming that most of us are somewhere around the same age, which means that growing up, you were always told you never get into a stranger's car. You never let a stranger into your car. And now there's a whole app set up about (laughs) like matching you with a stranger to go hop in their car and go somewhere. And there are some horror stories that have come out of Uber and things like that. I think the good kind of outweighs the bad, but it's an unsettling concept because you don't know who you're picking up. Right. right. And I Could actually, right. That's actually, that has been done before. I mean, that uh, it was a very unique uh, concept that a horror movie surrounding uh, ride sharing. So, do, do you often practice your comedy in your car? <laughs> um, not so much because I, I don't do a ton of stand up. Okay. But that being said, I practice a lot of things in my car. I do monologues. I sing. I sometimes do, like, I practice comedy routines. But most of the actual comedy performing that I do is not scripted, so I can't really practice it. I do, I do more improv these days. Mm. I take a lot of ride share, so <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary when I saw, you know, it was kind of, you know, a little weird, but I've never really had any bad experiences. Lucky I've actually had some pretty good ones. Yeah, I really haven't either. For all that I say, it's inherently scary. I've had nothing but a a decent exposure to rideshare, so. I mean, I've had some assholes, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's the real horror. Yeah, it really is. Yes. But no demons or anything. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. No. Knock on Not that I know of. That's actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. One of my favorite jokes is when Emerson suddenly it all clicks and she asks Roger, uh, you say something like, I, I get a whole bunch of assholes in here. Oh, she's like, oh, do you think those were demons? And he's like, no, people are just assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it always makes me laugh. Do you have a question, uh, Requiem? Oh, yeah. Um, so the the movie was shot um, in Tupelo. Is, am I saying that correctly? You are. You are, yes. Are you from Tupelo? Mm-hmm. Both I am. From, you I'm are. I'm close. I'm close. So close yeah, he's, he's basically Tupelo. Yeah, I saw, I saw different features of... Um, was it always the um, intention to make it about that town? I think the idea was for it to sort of be an every town, like it, it, it could be anywhere. Um, the, really the only reason that it's set in Tupelo is because some of our locations had Tupelo written on them. So we couldn't pretend <laughs> That's true. That, it, that it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but we definitely always planned to shoot it there. Right. Um, it's, the city has been extremely supportive of our efforts in filmmaking both in the past and for that one Mm -hmm. and you have a good base of people that can help you out and like if you say hey i'm looking for a house with a very large front window facing the street somebody will touch base with you that's good and say yeah we got one so um, just for practicality and budget's sake, I think I don't think we ever plan to film it anywhere else, right? 
No, no. And like in the story, it's not really meant to be necessarily. Like, like, like it being in Tupelo doesn't really have like a narrative element to it. Okay. It just but, happened to be there. <laughs> but just that sort of size of town. And, and I like the idea of, I always like hearing that a, a, even like on episodes of Supernatural, you know, there's always like this is this episode's in so and so Idaho or this is in Wisconsin. Or, I like seeing those the city names um, because it just kind of grounds it somewhere. Uh, we didn't necessarily do that with Tupelo, but if you ever come across the name of that town and you remember that movie, it just adds a little cool factor to me. Um, so I kind of dig that. That's why I don't like hide the word Tupelo or anything like that. Okay. Um, so how did Richard get involved in the project? Blackmail. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, sorry, what did you say? Uh, I said blackmail. Blackmail. <laughs> And then we met Rich at a film festival in Mississippi in Oxford. Um, he was there with the first year, Casey, he was there with his movie, right? America. Yes. 101. America 101. And then um, he came back the next year uh, with Rob. They both had the short sidekick, I think. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. The two of them together. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we got to kind of hang out and. Uh, you know, we all got got along and stuff, and we kind of kept in touch a little bit here and there over the years. And I forget how long it was after the fact, but we, you know, this script came about, and then uh, uh, we touched base with him because because he was perfect for the character. How long was that? It was a few years for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I did, I don't even know that I met him the first year. I know that you did. Um, yeah. And. So I think I met him in 2013 because I think, I think it was like right before we were going to shoot Earthrise that we met the two of them. So yeah, it's been some years. Uh, I mean, it did, we weren't working on this movie the whole time or anything. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to make it sound like we're that hardworking or uh, <laughs> perfectionist. We've made a lot of things since then. Yeah, we've made a lot more since then. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what at what stage in the process his name came up as like somebody that that we might want to get, but I know it definitely stuck. Yeah, I feel like it was fairly early, but maybe not. I mean, because as soon as you start hearing the character's voice, you know, via your writing, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you you start thinking about it. So right, like it was probably pretty pretty early on. I think, I think we, I think we knew we wanted to approach him about it before it was done. I mean, we're um, like, he'll never listen to us. And then we tricked him. Yep. <laughs> well, he played a trickster, so. There you go. Uh, yep. It's true. <laughs> For a while, I, when I was watching it, I honestly didn't think that Emerson was going to go along with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and she, you know, she was like, she seemed to be like very, um, you know, street smart about it, but then it kind of sucked her in a little bit and, um, yeah, she was very strong willed, but yeah, yeah, so that was cool. Now we have, let's talk about the elephant in the room, we got to talk about the turd spoon. <laughs> All right. Where did the turd spoon come from? 
was it was it based in reality or was that just a yes. clever intention? It is. Oh, I it was is, hoping yes. so. <laughs> um, not not in the present, but in the past. In the past, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was. Um, I mean, I'm sure we've all lived in some sort of living space that wasn't ideal, and you find ways to uh, make things work when they're not running smoothly and and it was uh, the result of that so oh, great <laughs> and was it the same spoon or did you recycle it did you different plastic uh, it, spoon or was it just it, there was one designated spoon and it was it was thrown away it was thrown eventually away. yes casey, casey have i told you that i may or may not have a turd spoon right like now right now right now not like in my hands right now but you have not but in my uh in my overall possession interesting there may or may not be a turd it's for a very it's for an unexpected purpose i'll just say that all right when i was i was absolutely hysterical when i heard the turd spoon <laughs> like you me too <laughs> I've lived in a place where that was a necessary evil. Yeah. So, so I think bird <laughs> spoon was like so. It, it was so relate. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it was so relatable. That's the thing. Everybody's got some version of a turd spoon. Oh, turd spoon, yes. Yeah. I had a, I had about twenty people send me an article about where someone wrote up. It was like, have you heard about poop knives? And it was basically like the same concept. But I got a turd spoon. Right. And it was like, yeah, well, uh, I have, I had not, but like I said, everybody's got one for something, you know, maybe it's like the fly swatter you use to hold your window open. Yes. You know, some way to rig your house into working. I, I think, I think that's a, it's a weirdly relatable piece of. It really was. It really was that. I mean, if I, and this is terrible, but if I take anything away, it's going to be the turd spoon. <laughs> You're welcome. You got to see this movie. This is turd spoon in the movie. No. Don't you want to find out what a turd spoon is? Yeah. You yes. I'm not telling you. you have to watch it. We, uh, we, we put it on the shirts for a reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's catchy. Why don't we get a shirt? Yeah, I want a shirt too. We only, we don't, we sold all of them. I think we have one floating around, maybe. That's all we have left. Yeah, I think we have one or two, maybe. No, I sold one of them. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> oh, we only have one. What size? <laughs> uh, I'll, I can check and I'll, I'll check and let you know. I forget all 10. We'll fight over it, uh, Misty. <laughs> you guys can have a weekend custody, custody split custody. We'll have a turd turd spoon fight over it yeah. perfect yeah right <laughs> hey i own the show no <laughs> oh, all right uh, you pull rank all right <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay yeah. retain your composure <laughs> time to move on i'm sorry i'm thinking about okay. the turd spoon <laughs> I've never had to use that, luckily. That's good. Do you have any other yeah, questions? Yeah, yeah. Consider yourself That's a good right. thing. That's a good thing. Do you have a question, Requiem? Um, so how was, was the, um, Casey in writing the script, was, was a lot of 
the the besides the obvious, which I won't say again, um, was did a lot of that come from personal experience? Uh, some of the uh, situations. Um, the the demon possession, yes. <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> not a, not a ton actually. Um, I. I've said before, I, I think that Emerson and I have a lot of common interests, but not necessarily similar personalities. I, I, like, I think everybody has a fear of failure to some extent, okay. um, but hers is definitely a lot more heightened than mine because I've seen me bomb at stand up a whole bunch of times and in improv and, and you just sort of, you keep going. It's never stopped me from doing it. Um, Excuse me. And I don't, I don't stay as hung up on relationships and things, but that being said, like there's people in my life that do have that. Okay. And I kind of pull from things that they've told me and such as that. So uh, now I, I will say, I think pretty much anybody that works or wants to work in an artistic field understands working the job that you have to so that you can do the job that you want to. Um, I was never a rideshare driver, but I have been, you know, a waiter, a barista, a retail worker, nanny. I've done a lot of jobs that aren't necessarily what I want to do so that I can eventually do what I want to do. And so, and same, so same type mm -hmm. of grind. Right. <laughs> no. and, and like I said, I think, I think that's very relatable for most yeah. people. Except for the Rogers in the world who like come from money and they can kind of yeah. do whatever they want, but that, that that's a rare breed. So, uh, who who um, but both of you can answer this question. Who who inspires you as um, writers, filmmakers um, that may have influenced you yeah. in, in the film? I I gave away one of my answers earlier with Edgar Wright. Mm -hmm. um, and Simon Pegg and then Nick Frost, I guess, too, because they write a lot, to, at least in that trilogy, you know, they, they wrote a lot of stuff together. Um, there's a lot there that I uh, appreciate and really keep looking at even today. I, I rewatched all their movies recently, just kind of just kind of looking over some stuff they were doing and, and enjoying it. Um, Casey, who are some of yours? I've got some others as well, but um as far as as far as anybody that informed that particular project i don't i don't know that i pulled inspiration from any specific person i will say that in general i have a lot of admiration for um mindy kaling um take a waititi like anybody that has to that that sort of writes roles for them like that they want to be a part of and they want to participate in I think that's very important. I try not to write any roles that that I wouldn't want to play, which I, I think is really, really important yeah. for most screenwriters. But as far as like, was I, did I have anything in particular in mind or anyone whose style I wanted to emulate when I was writing the script? Mm -hmm. No, not really, but I definitely have inspirations and heroes and things in the entertainment industry. So uh, what's next for you guys? What are you working on right now? 
It's all crazy right now. <laughs> Survival. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going. We have a show called Stag Rassle Paranormal, which is a ghost hunting documentary. And we didn't win any Emmys last night. We didn't win any Emmys. They no. didn't invite us uh, either. But uh, we, we have four episodes on Amazon Prime now. So oh, if you have a membership, you, you can watch those. If you have a membership, you can stream those. What is it called? Stag? Stag, stag, stag Rassle? As, a, as in uh, like, a, like a deer. S-T-A-G. Oh, Stag. Okay. R-A-S-S-L-E. Stag Rassle Paranormal. I think if you type in either of our names on on Amazon, you'll probably it'll be one of the suggestions that pops up. Okay, and that's a documentary. A mockumentary. It's mockumentary. yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Love like, mockumentaries. Right. Love. It's it's very uh, the office meets ghost hunters. Yeah. <laughs> so. What we do in the shadows, fan. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's a right similar uh, yeah. similar spirit. <laughs> yeah. So where can we find Driven for those who want to watch it? It is available um, in a lot of places right now and more soon. Uh, right now it's on Amazon digitally and on DVD as well as like iTunes and Google Play and I think even like Dish Network and, and uh, DirecTV, some of those places. Um, It'll be released kind of in waves in different areas. So we're hoping to get some international news soon because we have a lot of international fans that have been very patient with us waiting. Yeah, they've been waiting, waiting. a long time. Well, yeah, they have. Um, I'm sure that with the COVID that it's kind of slowed slowed things down a little bit. Yeah. It's right. definitely made things strange and, and affected schedules for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. I mean, one thing I had to do is I had to search when I initially searched Driven, like three movies pulled up, so I had to put in Driven 2020. Yeah, or, or Driven Richard Spate Jr. Yes. Oh, okay. Originally, yeah, there was one movie, an older one. With Sylvester Stallone, yes. Yeah, I mean, it was like oh, yeah. 20, but then the other one was made the same year as ours, the newer mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I clogged up our search. Yeah, my, that's just confusing. <laughs> Oh, uh, I need to watch that movie. By the way, I've never seen it. Do you have anything with... else, Misty? <laughs> Misty. Yep. Anything else? Um, how long are you guys working together? You seem to have done a lot of projects. Uh, so we we met in what two thousand nine. Yep. Doing Somewhere improv. There. Yep. Oh. And worked together a little initially and then sort of really fell into uh, what I call our artnership in 2010 <laughs> or 11, I think. Yeah. And when we started doing a two person mm -hmm. improv troupe that we do. Um, yeah. And then we just started connecting on all kind of all kind of stuff. Yep. Stag Russell and some other films. The new stuff coming up that we're working on that we're excited about, but it's still pretty early. So Yeah, I think yeah. I think we're both working on we're we're actually trying to collaborate on an actual script. Oh. Which is new for us. 
Um, and then I think we are both working on individual projects as well. So we'll see how any of them turn out. <laughs> Anything more horror genre or do you like to just kind of bounce around different genres? I definitely like to bounce around more. Yeah, well, I like definitely bouncing around. It, I guess for me, I bounce a little more with like uh, stuff being extremely comedic or more suspense oriented. But I kind of always am interested or thinking about some kind of like horror or thriller, suspense, whatever title you want to put on it, type of stories or films. Like I've always loved anything like Twilight, you know, anything kind of out of the norm, you know, Twilight Zone. Esque type stuff. Um, so the new one has got a little bit of that um, to it. And then there's piles of old scripts that have that stuff in there that are <laughs> sitting, sitting around. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. I have, I'm in the process of writing three screenplays right now. So, wow. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm are the you? kind of person that comes up with ideas and then has trouble with execution. So I need a collaborator. Yeah. They help. Yeah, they yeah. really do. As Casey knows, I've been very stumped lately. Like I, I think maybe I'm about to come out of it, but I've been having a lot of trouble just sitting down and writing recently. And I normally don't, I don't know if it's just everything in the world, but yeah, I'm trying to kind of break through my own little funk at the moment. Sometimes it's hard to be creative when the world is turned upside down. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. true. Yeah, I've had the same problem as Glenn. Hey. Except for I work on a magazine as well, and I can knock those out. But like, you give me something to do, and you know, it's like tell me the subject, and I'm like, okay, I can do that, but yeah, not. <laughs> Not screenplays. Don't ask me to come up with anything original. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me, give me the subject, and it's like okay. Or let me review a movie, and I can do that. <laughs> well, uh, I'm good, uh, Misty. Do you have anything else? Um, not really. Okay. Well, then I, I guess we want to thank you for taking the time out to talk to us. Yeah, thank um, you for having us. And um, I'm looking very much forward to checking out, um, I'm going to say it wrong again, Stag Wrestle. We always joke that they're going to make us change the name someday. Yeah, probably. <laughs> whoever buys it, whoever picks it on Netflix or something. So I'm looking forward on to On the other hand, a great ad for it would just be clips of people trying to pronounce it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like, <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and, and I'm going to definitely look out for anything else you guys do, because I thought that Thank was so very well-written, well-directed, excellent. So Thank you very much. Okay, thank you, it. Glenn and Casey. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Y'all stay safe. You too.